Good morning and welcome to RBT Reading Live with me, your host. <laughs> How you doing? Alright. Oh. Alright. <coughs> right, here we go. We're in Deuteronomy. Morning Katie Noble. How's it going? It's a little bit cold outside, but it's also rainy. It is not nice. Morning, Holtz. Morning, Sarah Evans. Morning, Amy Webster. Yeah, it's not nice outside. I did carry over an umbrella, but the wind is quite, is a little bit up as well, so it's not entirely fruitful or easy, but here we are. Yeah, morning, Abs. Great to see you. Oh, I think I'm going to move the stand back into the other room for next week's readings. It's a tad cold in here now. Let's give it a minute and then we're into Deuteronomy 14 to 17. Fourteen. Two seventeen. Oh yeah, seven o'clock. Let's go. Let's go. So chapter fourteen. You are children of the Lord your God. Do not cut yourselves or shave the front of your heads for the dead. You for you are a whole a people holy to the Lord your God. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, the Lord has chosen you to be his treasured possession. Do not eat any detestable thing. These are the animals you may eat, the ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazelle, the roe deer, the wild goat, the ibex, the antelope, and the mountain sheep. You may, you may eat any animal that has a split hoof divided in two and that chews the cud. However, of those that chew the cud or that have a split hoof completely divided, you may not eat the camel, the rabbit, or the coney. Although they chew the cud, they do not have a split hoof. They are ceremonially unclean for you. The pig is also unclean. Although it has a split hoof, it does not chew the cud. You are not to eat their meat or touch their carcasses. Of all the creatures living in the water, you may eat any that has fins and scales. But anything that does not have fins and scales, you may not eat. For you, it is unclean. You may eat any clean bird. But these you may not eat, the eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, the black kite, and any kind of falcon, any kind of raven, the horned owl, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the cormorant, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopy, the hoopoe, hoopo, and the bat. All flying insects that swarm are unclean to you. Do not eat them. But any winged creature that is clean you may eat. Do not eat anything you find already dead. You may give it to an alien living in any of your towns, and he may eat it, or you may sell it to a foreigner, but you are a people holy to the Lord your God. <coughs> Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. <coughs> Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine and oil, and the firstborn of your, herd, your herds and flocks in the presence of of the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name, so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God always. But if that place is too distant, and you have been blessed by the Lord your God, 
and cannot carry your tithe because the place where the Lord will choose to put his name is so far away. Then exchange your tithe for silver and take the silver with you and go to the place the Lord your God will choose. Use the silver to buy whatever you like, cattle, sheep, wine, or other fermented drink, or anything you wish. Then you and your household shall eat here in the presence of the Lord your God, and rejoice. And do not neglect the Levites living in your towns, for they have no allotment or inheritance of their own. At the end of every three years, bring all the tithes of that year's produce and store it in your towns, so that the Levites, who have no allotment or inheritance of their own, and the aliens, the fatherless, and the widows, who live in your towns, may come and eat and be satisfied, and so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. At the end of every seven years, you must cancel debts. This is, the, this is how it is to be done. Every creditor shall cancel the loan he has made to his fellow Israelite. He shall not require payment from his fellow Israelite or brother, because the Lord's time for cancelling debts has been proclaimed. You may require payment from a foreigner, but you must cancel any debt your brother owes you. However, there should be no poor among you, for in the land the Lord your God has given you to possess as your inheritance, he will richly bless you. If only you fully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all his commands I am giving you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised, and you will lend to many nations but will borrow from none. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. If there is a poor man among your brothers in any of the towns of the land that the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted towards your poor brother. Rather, be open-handed and freely lend him whatever he needs. Be careful not to harbour this wicked thought. The seventh year, the year for cancelling debts, is near, so that, you do not, so that you do not show ill will towards your needy brother and give him nothing. He may then appeal to the Lord against you, and you will be found guilty of sin. Give generously to him and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of, the, because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to. There will always be poor people in the land. There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed towards your brothers and towards the poor and needy in your land. If a fellow Hebrew, a man or a woman, sells himself to you and serves you six years, in the seventh year you must let him go free. And when you release him, do not send him away empty-handed. Supply him liberally from your flock, your threshing floor and your wine press. Give to him as the Lord has given sorry, give to him as the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I give you this command today. But if your servant says to you, I do not want to leave you because he loves you and your family and is well off with you, then take an owl, 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 and push it through his ear, lobe into the door, and he will become your servant for life. Do the same for your maidservant. <coughs> do not consider it a hardship to set your servant free, because his service to you these six years has been worth twice as much as that of a hired hand, and the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. Set apart for the Lord your God every firstborn male of your herds and flocks. Do not put the firstborn of your oxen to work, and do not shear the firstborn of your sheep. Each year you and your family are to eat them in the presence of the Lord your God at the place he will choose. If an animal has a defect, is lame or blind, or has any serious flaw, you must not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You are to eat it in your own towns. Both the ceremony and clean, and the clean may eat it, as if it were gazelle or deer. But you must not eat the blood, pour it out on the ground like water. Observe the month of Abib and celebrate the Passover of the Lord your God, 
because in the month of Abib he brought you out of Egypt by night. Sacrifice as the Passover to the Lord your God, an animal from your flock or herd, at the place the Lord will choose as a dwelling for his name. Do not eat it with bread made with yeast, uh, but for seven days eat unleavened bread, the bread of affliction, because you left Egypt in haste, so that all the days of your life you may remember the time of your departure from Egypt. Let no yeast be found in your possession in all your land for seven days. Do not let any of the meat you sacrifice on the evening for the f of the first day remain until morning. You must, not eat, you must not sacrifice the Passover in any town the Lord your God gives you, except in the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. There you must sacrifice the Passover in the evening, when the sun goes down um, on the anniversary of your departure from Egypt. Roast it and eat it at the place the Lord your God will choose. Then in the morning return to your tents. For six days eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day hold an assembly to the Lord your God and do no work. Cut off, uh, count off seven weeks from the time you begin to put the sickle to the standing corn. Then celebrate the Feast of Weeks to the Lord your God by giving a freewill offering in proportion to the blessings the Lord your God has given you. And rejoice before the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. You, your sons and daughters, your manservants and maidservants, the Levites in your towns and aliens, the fatherless and the widows living among you, remember that you were slaves in Egypt and follow carefully these decrees. Celebrate the, fe celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days, after you've gathered the produce of your threshing floor and your wine press. Be joyful at your feast. You, your sons and daughters, your men, men servants and maidservants, and the Levites, the aliens, the fatherless and the widows who live in your towns. For seven days celebrate the feast of the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose. For the Lord your God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the work of your hands, and your joy will be complete. Three times a year all your men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose, at the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of Tabernacles. No man should appear before the Lord empty-handed. Each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way the Lord your God has blessed you. Appoint judges and officials for each of your tribes in every town the Lord your God is giving you, and they shall judge the people fairly. Do not pervert justice or show partiality. Do not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. Follow justice and justice alone, so that you may live and possess the land the Lord your God is giving you. Do not set up any wooden asherah poles beside the altar you build to the Lord your God, and do not erect a sacred stone, for these the Lord your God hates. Do not sacrifice to the Lord your God an ox or a sheep that has any defect or flaw in it, for that would be detestable to him. If a man or woman living among you in one of the towns the Lord gives you is found doing evil in the eyes of the Lord your God in violation of his covenant and contrary to my command has worshipped other gods bowing down to them or to the sun or the moon or the stars of the sky and this has been brought to your attention then you must investigate it thoroughly. If it is true and it has been proved that this detestable thing has been done in Israel take the man or woman who has done this evil deed to your city gate and stone that person to death. On the testimony of two or three witnesses, a man shall be put to death. But no one shall be put to death on the testimony of only one witness. The hands of the witnesses must be, be the first in putting him to death. And then the hands of all the people. You must purge the evil from among you. If cases come before your courts that are too difficult for you to judge, whether bloodshed, lawsuits or assaults, take them to the place the Lord your God will choose. Go to the priests who were Levites and to the judge who was in office at that time. Inquire of them, and they will give you the verdict. You must act according to the decisions they give you at the place the Lord will choose. <coughs> uh, 
Be careful to do everything they direct you to do. Act accordingly to the law they teach you and the decisions they give you. Do not turn aside from what they tell you, to the right or to the left. The man who shows contempt for the judge or for the priest who stands ministering there to the Lord your God must be put to death. You must purge the evil from Israel. All the people will hear and be afraid and will not be contemptuous again. When you enter the land your God is giving you and have taken possession of it and settled in it, and you say, let us set a king over us like all the nations around us, be sure to appoint over you the king the Lord your God chooses. He must be from among your own brothers. Do not place a foreigner over you, one who is not a brother Israelite. The king, moreover, must not acquire great numbers of horses for himself or make the people return to Egypt to get more of them. For the Lord has told you, you are not to go back that way again. He must not take many wives or his heart will be led astray. He must not accumulate large amounts of silver and gold. When he takes the throne of his kingdom, he is to write for himself on a scroll a copy of this law taken from that of the priests who are Levites. It is to be with him and he is to read it all the days of his life so that he may learn to revere the Lord his God and follow carefully all the words of this law and these decrees and not consider himself better than his brothers and turn from the law to the right or to the left. Then he and his descendants will reign a long time over his kingdom in Israel. We, there we are, that's the reading for today. And all of it is um, dictated by 14 verse 1, the very first verse that we used. You are the children of the Lord your God. Why do any of this stuff? Um, it's because they are children of the Lord their God. And that changes everything. It changes everything. You just imagine a child isn't it, being adopted into a different family. Uh, that, that life changes in every aspect um, <coughs> for that child. It changes everything. It changes like where they, where they now live, where they go to school, uh, how they speak, how they behave. Um, it changes everything, and that's really why, where you get to here. Why the clean and the unclean? Why um, the cancelling of debts? Why observing all the feasts? It's because we are now children of the living God. Um, and and it, it's, it's, kind of, it's priestly language, actually, isn't it? Um, when it says that, uh, for, the peop for you are a people holy to the Lord. Do you remember the, the gold... Um, the gold bit on the front of the turban of the priest is holy to the Lord. And that is there for the people to read. They see the priest and they're like, oh, he is holy given to the Lord, you know. Um, but then it's actually, I don't know if you've heard of this, the, the priesthood of all believers. Um, but this is it. It's like, yeah, we, we are holy to the Lord like the priest. Um, we are holy to him. And so um, that affects everything of our life today. So don't forget who you are today. Um, why is it that you turn the other cheek? Why is it that you love your enemies? Why pray for your enemies? Um, why do you hold your tongue and put a rein on your tongue? Um, you know, if you're treated unjustly today, you want to rip into someone or you see an opportunity to rip into someone, why would you stop yourself? Well, it's because you're children of the living God. You're not what you were. Um, and we don't want to go back that way again. Um, you are now a child of the living God. So enjoy that today. Call upon your father. Look to your brother, Jesus, um, who is able to help you in every situation today. God bless you. Take care. Have a great day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. No, I won't. I'll see you on Sunday, God willing, and on Monday for reading. Cool. Take care. Bye-bye.